Welcome to this Friday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, I'll be your host as Rabbi explains the importance of community. Throughout both the Old Testament and the New, God's people have gathered together for corporate prayer. And now that the pandemic is over, people are starting to gather together again. But it's still hard for some people to get together in person. And that's why Rabbi Schneider wants to remind us there is power in praying and worshiping as one body together. Today's message comes from our series based on the book of Psalms, chapter 34. And here is Rabbi Schneider with a quick recap of the first three verses. Baruch Hashem, we're continuing today in Psalm number 34. I'm going to quickly just read the first three verses and we'll continue on today. I will bless the Lord, David said, at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Then verse three, David said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This is interesting, particularly in this generation, because now more than ever before, people say that they're spiritual, but they're not part of any organized body of believers. What we hear so often is this, I'm spiritual but I'm not religious, I hate religion. I despise religion, I don't like religion, I think religion's corrupt, I'm spiritual. And usually what people mean when they say that is their religious fellowship consists of me, myself, and I. They're not in fellowship with any other people that are seeking the Lord together with them. They're not coming together in any type of community to bless the Lord, to serve each other, to use their gifts. They're not growing in a community of believers. It's just they in their own personal walk with God. But let me tell you, all the letters in the Brich Hadashah, the New Testament, were not written to individuals, all Paul's letters for the most part. They were written to groups of people, to the church at Ephesus, to the church at Philippi, to the church at Corinth. God calls us as a community. He said we're all members one of another and that each one is given a spiritual gift for the common good. Paul compares the body coming together to the members of the body, right? He said, you know, in your body, you've got an eye, you've got a hand, you've got a mouth, and the eye needs the hand, and the hand needs the eye, and the, the, the shoulders need the mouth, and it's all these different parts of the body coming together that make us whole. And Paul said, that's the way it is when you develop your relationship with Hashem, with God. You have to come together with other people that know Him and love Him because they have gifts that you need that you don't have, and you have gifts that they need that they don't have. So it's only when we come together in fullness and in unity that we walk in wholeness. And so David says here, let us magnify the Lord together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. David had such a special relationship with Hashem. The Lord said about David, David was a man that was after him with his whole heart. 
David truly had a passion for God, but David's relationship with God was not something that was just individual. He walked out his life of faith in the community of others that loved Hashem, that loved his God. And the same is true for you and I. You see, the Brichad Ashad, the New Testament teaches this, let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, as is the habit of some. But let us come together all the more because the day of the Lord is coming quickly. It's getting closer and closer to the time of Yeshua's return. And we need to be ready. And one of the ways we get prepared is to be in fellowship with him in the middle of a body, in the midst of other believers. And I want to encourage you, beloved, it's important. David said, let us walk together in this. And this is the way the New Testament calls us as the bride of Christ, the body of Messiah. We're all together in this. Let's continue on. David said in verse number four, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I'm hoping it's touching you. Just reading it always touches me. This is one of my favorite Psalms. Listen again, David said, I sought the Lord and he answered me. Beloved, God is gonna answer you. Jesus said, everybody that seeks finds. Everyone that knocks, the door is open. And to everyone that asks, Yeshua said, they're going to get a response. They're going to receive. Everyone that asks, Jesus said, will receive. I want to encourage you as you keep talking to God. Beloved ones, just keep talking to God. Talk to him all day long. Talk to him about how you're feeling. Talk to him about your confusion. Thank him for all the good things. Acknowledge his presence in your life. Be conscious of the fact that you have consciousness because he's giving you consciousness. In other words, thank him for all the good things that he's already doing. The food that you're eating, that you could actually taste it and get enjoyment out of tasting it. I mean, that's a pleasure. God is the God of pleasure. The only reason you're experiencing the pleasure of eating your food is because God, the God of pleasure, made you in his own image and gave you the ability to experience pleasure. When you look outside and you see something beautiful, whether it's the trees or the moon or the sun, the birds, a flower, whatever it is, give praise to Hashem, acknowledge him, talk to him, but also share with him your sorrow and your hurt and your confusion, even your doubt. Keep talking to the Lord because David said, I sought the Lord and he answered me. And beloved ones, he's gonna do the same for you and I. When you talk to God, I promise you, I assure you, he will answer you. But don't keep your mouth silent. Keep knocking, keep asking, keep seeking. David had an experience. He could testify. I sought him and he answered me. How did he answer David? David says, and he delivered me from all my fears. I don't know about you, but I went through a time in my life beginning from the age of 18, going for two years until Jesus appeared to me, that I was absolutely, totally in bondage to fear. I mean, we still have to battle fear. We live in a dangerous planet. There's all types of fears that we have to deal with. We have to fight fear daily. But I'm not talking about the way that I have to battle fear now. I'm talking about before I knew Yeshua, I was literally consciously being oppressed by the devil even though as a Jewish person, I wasn't even taught about a devil. I could actually feel the presence of the devil, even though I had no 
knowledge of him that came to me from my Jewish training. I was totally in bondage to fear, tormented. But you know what? As soon as Yeshua showed up in my bedroom and appeared to me supernaturally in 1978, 90% of that bondage, 90% of that fear broke off my life. David said, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I just want to pray for you right now. Father God, I thank you for the beloved ones that are hearing the words of the Psalm of David. And Father, some I know are struggling right now. They're filled with hurt, and with pain and sorrow and confusion. Many are feeling lost and directionless and empty. And many I know, Father God, are being tormented in fear. And Father, I know that some are tormented by fears that are completely even illogical or fears that are amplified way out of proportion to what the reality that they're facing actually is. Father, right now in Yeshua's name, I ask you to release your holy angels and break fear off of the lives of your children. In Jesus' name, beloved ones, I take authority over the fears that have been tormenting you. I take authority over the powers of darkness and over the demons that have been inflicting fear upon your life, and I break them off right now in the name of Yeshua Mashiach, according to the power of his word, his spirit and his blood, Yeshua came to set you and I free. Amen, Baruch Hashem, and you are free in him. And I encourage you to continue to stand up in faith, to declare his praise from your mouth, to call out to him, and you're gonna find that more and more you will be delivered from fear. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. But first, we have an announcement about a new book from Rabbi. The Old Testament is more than a collection of traditions. Rather, it paints a rich and colorful picture of Jesus, proving that he is indeed the Messiah, drawing from Hebrew tradition, where prophecy is multidimensional in Messianic Prophecy Revealed. Rabbi Kurt Schneider unpacks scripture that not only declares the future, but he reveals how the whole of scripture points to Christ. Call 800-777-7835 or visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and be absolutely confident that Jesus is the Messiah. Messianic Prophecy Revealed. We're so excited about this book release. It really does build absolute confidence that the Old Testament points to Jesus as the Messiah. So get your copy today and now. Here is Rabbi with the rest of today's message. David continues in verse number five. They, meaning his godly ones, meaning his saints, meaning his chosen ones, meaning you and I. Listen to what David said. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. Again, we've got two different concepts that we want to focus on here. There's so much in this psalm. First, David says, they look, God's children, his saints, those that have been set apart unto him, those who he has chosen out of the world to be his. They looked to him and were radiant, Beloved, when you keep your eyes on Hashem, when you keep your eyes on God, when you keep focused on Jesus, you're going to have victory in your life. When you keep on fighting the battle, because we do have to overcome. Yeshua said seven times in the book of Revelation, chapters two and three, 
He that overcomes will inherit these things. He'll inherit the paradise of God. He'll eat with me in the garden. You have to overcome. It's a process and it's a battle. But as you keep your eyes on him and make him first in your life, make overcoming first in your life, you know what? More and more, you will become radiant. There's going to be a light in you radiating from you that's going to literally be visible to the people around you. His spirit will even give life to your flesh. You'll look different because of the joy of God. The Holy Spirit literally gives life to our mortal flesh. The New Testament teaches this, beloved one. If he that raised Yeshua, Jesus, from the dead dwells in you, he will give life to your mortal body. They see the Spirit of the Lord, he is real. He's a substance. It's not just an idea. He's real. You can't see him with your eyes, but neither can you see gravity with your eyes. Neither can you see television waves or radio signals with your eyes. There's so much that we don't see with our eyes, it's real. The Spirit of God, he's real and he's substance. And the Bible says, if he lives in you, if the Spirit that raised Jesus, Yeshua from the dead, lives in you, inside you, he is going to give life to your mortal body. You're going to be healthier. You're going to look younger. Your organs are going to be upheld in a way that's supernatural. David said, they looked to him and were radiant. And then David went on to say, and their faces will never be ashamed. You know what this means? You will be victorious in your life. They will never be ashamed. I want you to know it doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what your family thinks about you. Because many times, as Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own family. Sometimes our family are our biggest critics. It doesn't matter what your family thinks about you. It doesn't matter what your employer thinks about you. It doesn't matter what your neighbor thinks of you. If you're in school right now, it doesn't matter what the other students think about you. The truth about you is this, you will not be ashamed. At the end of the day, you're going to be the one to laugh. You are not going to be ashamed. The New Testament tells us everyone that sets their hope on him will never be ashamed. You're going to be, at the end of the day, the one standing on the top of the mountain. I promise you that. The Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God, neither height or depth, things past, things present, things to come, nor any created thing can ever separate you and I from the love of God, no matter what we face in life, beloved one, we are overwhelmingly conquerors. You see, the Bible tells us it has not yet appeared what we shall be like. When we see him, we'll become like him, for we'll see him as he is, and you are going to be glorified. You will not be put to shame. Jesus said to those that loved him in the book of Revelation that those that called themselves true God followers but were not and persecuted those that were, he said to those that were at the end of the day, they're going to bow down and know that I have loved you. You're going to stand on the top of the mountain. You're not going to be put to shame. There's a banner of victory over your life. You're a winner and you're a victor. The Bible says that you've been raised up with Messiah in Hashem and you're seated 
at the Father's right hand in heavenly places, even now. I want you to know who you are and what your destiny is. You're a winner. You're a child of the Father God. You're born of His Spirit, and you're destined to reign with Him. So David says, they looked to Him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. Then David continues on in the sixth verse. Hear the word of God with me. David, speaking of himself, says this. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. David said, this poor man cried. It's interesting how David saw himself. Here is David, Melech, the king of Israel, King David, and he described himself as this poor man. Notice his humility before his maker. He totally was clinging to God. This is one of the primary elements that's necessary and foundational in our life if we're going to ascend into the Lord's strength. We have to cling to Him. We have to recognize that without Him, we're going to fall. I remember years ago, the Lord showed me that many of those that name His name are falling and failing oftentimes in life because they're not depending on Him. They're not clinging to Him. They're depending on their own ability. They're depending on their own strength. They're assuming that things are going to go well outside of Him. That's presumptuous. Don't say you're going to do this tomorrow or that you're going to do that tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. This is why Jesus said in the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? It means to recognize in and of ourselves, we have nothing. Jesus said it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. This should be our attitude in life. We should be afraid of going forward another step without Hashem's help and presence in our life. Like Moses, when the Lord commissioned Moses to lead Israel out of Egypt, Moses said, if you don't go with me, if you don't go with us, I'm not going to go. Moses realized unless God was with him, he would fall on his face. So David cried, this poor man. David recognized unless God was with him, he was going to fail and he was going to fall. And that should be our attitude every day. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him. It's interesting that David linked his humility, this poor man, with God hearing him. Because the scripture says that God resisteth the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I want to encourage you today. Continue to cling to God. We need to be afraid of moving forward in life without relying on God. As you and I continue to cultivate his presence in our life, keeping him continually before us, constantly engaged in a silent communication with Him, we're going to find that we're going to bear much fruit and we're going to see Hashem, we're going to see Father God answering our prayers more and more and more. This is Rabbi Schneider saying, I love you. Most important, God loves you and Shalom. Amen. 
God loves you and he wants us to gather with his other children because now more than ever, we need to be encouraging, equipping, and growing together as one body so that we have someone to help pick us back up when we stumble. And we also at Discovering the Jewish Jesus have a variety of ways to help you stay connected with us, not only here, but with fellow listeners all over the world. First, you can go online to our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the Stay Connected button or connect with us on your favorite social media platform. No matter how you choose to reach out, we look forward to hearing from you very soon. And right now, let's turn things back to Rabbi as he shares why partnering with us this year is so important. Beloved, in Jewish tradition, we teach that after the fall of Adam and Eve, the world was cut off from God's grace, but that God's grace entered back into the world where Abraham, the father of all believers, offered up his son Isaac. In fact, the New Testament says that through Abraham's seed, who is Yeshua, all the nations of the earth are blessed. What caused this grace to open up? It was Abraham's act of surrender. And you and I, if we're gonna be children of Abraham, we also need to live surrendered lifestyles. And the rubber meets the road oftentimes with leading a surrendered lifestyle with our finances. I wanna simply ask you, beloved, are you and I surrendered to the Lord in the area of our finances? If we're not, we're shutting our heart off from the grace of God. I simply want to say to you, if the Lord is bearing witness with your heart to make an offering to Him, to surrender to Him through discovering the Jewish Jesus financially, beloved, just do it. We open up a channel to be blessed in the process. If the Lord is leading you to support this ministry with a financial gift, I would like to invite you to give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or donate when you call us at 800-777-7835. You can also give a gift of support by text when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. It's super easy and all you have to do is follow the simple directions on your screen. Speaking of text, if you'd like to receive personal, real-time texts from Rabbi, be sure to subscribe right now. Rabbi sends messages when he feels led by the Spirit, and it's a great way to stay encouraged. So visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com, or you can subscribe by texting the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. That's the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. And then if you're looking for a new book this month, be sure to grab your copy of Messianic Prophecy Revealed. Rabbi will take you on a journey through God's Word to show you how the entire Old Testament paints a rich and a colorful picture or portrait of the Messiah. You can discover how Jesus revealed himself on the pages of Scripture to all mankind. Once again, the book is titled Messianic Prophecy Revealed, and it's available for purchase Purchase online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. 
Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance. And the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again next week when Rabbi Schneider explains how God can save you. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.